Welcome to the Reaching Forward Podcast. Let's have church. Let's have church. Who's ready to have church? Let's turn to Acts chapter 20 and verse 35. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Acts. The fifth book in the New Testament. Chapter 20 and verse 35. Just going to use part of the verse, but let me read the whole thing. The words of Paul in the beginning and Jesus at the end. I have showed you all things. How that so laboring you ought to support the weak. And to remember the words of the Lord Jesus. How he said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. With the help of the Lord, just for a little while, I'd like to preach on the thought of a message, more blessed. Let's pray. Father, have your way in this service. We ask in Jesus' name. They, they said that there was a man. He said, I won a million dollars in the lottery. So I decided, you know, I'm kind of new at this charity stuff. So I'm going to donate a quarter of it to charity. He said, now I have $999,999 dollars. And 75 cents. <laughs> Being more blessed, and the words that Jesus said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. So if I'm living that lifestyle, have you ever heard someone say, well, I'm blessed? Have you ever heard someone say, I am more blessed? Not more blessed than you. It's not something where you're competing, but it's more blessed blessed just more blessed and i was like man i like that well you see the blessing so preacher i don't i don't have a bunch of cars and houses well the blessing is not in receiving the blessing is in giving it's giving not getting or gathering now there's some things to notice about this jesus said and if you have one of those bibles that it has the words of christ in red even though it's the book of Acts, it's not in the Gospels, it's still going to have those, those words in red. You know, I'm thankful that God had that in there, and God wanted to make sure it was in there. <laughs> but it's such a truth, and let's look at it just for a little while. Well, first of all, if you're going to be more blessed, the Bible said you've got to, it's more blessed to do what? To give. Well, there's a truth. If you give something, you have to have something. And then there's another blessing. It's a blessing if you give someone a cup of coffee. Well, there's a truth in it. You had that cup of coffee or the extra Starbucks. You also, you gave it away. And you wanted to give it away. You see, we don't really want, it's not a blessing if we don't want to give something away. If it's if it's something you, it's your last sip of Starbucks and you walk away and your daughter sips it, you might not have wanted to give that away. But Jesus said it's more blessed. It's actually a good deal. This is something that will be a blessing to you. It's more blessed to give than to receive. So if you just hang on for a little while already, maybe like, well, preacher, you don't really understand. That's not really the way it is. No. It's, it's really the way to be more blessed. The first thing, let's look at something you might have that you want to give away. Have you ever thought about that? Think up in your mind something that you have and you want to get rid of it. Like this man said, I got a dog for my wife. It was a pretty good trade. 
Well, if you have something that you don't want, wouldn't it be a blessing to get rid of it? Wouldn't it be a blessing to give your sins? You know, you can't give your sins away by just uh, for uh, some kind of mental exercise. You can't give your sins away by just saying you're sorry to someone down here on the earth. You can't give your sins away by just uh, uh, doing penance or giving an amount of money or attending church or reading the Bible. But the Bible says that we can be more blessed. We can give these things away. The Bible says in Romans chapter 6 and verse 23, Three, the wages of sin is death. You got to work for that sin. But the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord. We find that there is a gift to get out of sin. See, sin will take you to a place called hell. The wages of sin is death. But you see, the Bible said in Isaiah chapter 53, and if we look at the prophecy of the coming Jesus, the Messiah, verse 4, surely... He hath borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities and the chastisement of, his, of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. And the Lord hath laid on him, on who? On Christ on the cross, the iniquity of us all. Wouldn't it be, say, well, preacher, you mean God would take my sins? He would take the worst part of me? Yes, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. You know that God loved you so much, he says that it's more blessed to give his life for you than for you to give something to him. You see, God practices what he preaches. He knows what it's like to want to give. And God wants to give us an opportunity to get rid of those things. Instead of getting, well, instead of just saying you're sorry every week for your sin, why don't you just repent and say, God, I just don't want anymore. I'll just take it. I'll give it to you. I'll, I'll, I'll let you uh, uh, pay for those sins on the cross. I'll let your blood wash me clean. I want to be more blessed. You know, you do that. I remember when I gave my life to Jesus Christ, I, I didn't know what happened. I prayed. The preacher told me kind of the words to pray. I didn't know much about God. I don't remember one word the man said. But I was serious with God. Like I said, I don't know the exact prayer. said, so preacher, but then you weren't really saved. But you don't get saved by just uttering a bunch of words. You get saved when you confess Jesus Christ and believe that God hath raised him from the dead. It said, we'll be saved. Romans chapter 10, verse 9 and 10. Check it out. I made that confession of Christ. And I remember I was in the military. I went back to where I lived in my barracks room and began to throw things out of my room that didn't belong there. I didn't know what happened, but I knew that I was more blessed. I knew that something happened. I didn't even know what blessed was, but I was more blessed because I had given my sins to Jesus. You see, when you give your sins away, don't stop there. The blessing, it's more blessed to give than to receive. Now, it's a blessing to receive. 
The Bible doesn't say it's wrong to receive. Man, if you get a new car, bless you. So a preacher, someone just gave me a house. Bless you. I was listening to a podcast. This woman said that her mom and her her dad passed away. And before uh, her mom passed away, her dad had already passed away. Her mom said, take pictures of all these places in the house where I hid money. Cash, I guess. So after the mother passed away, the daughter went through. True story. And I believe it was $161,000 or something like that. $116,000, $161,000 in cash. You know what? I think we'd all say that's probably a blessing. But the Bible said it's more blessed to give than to receive. You see, when we give our sins, let's not stop being more blessed. Let's start. The next thing is you give your life to Jesus. In our Bible reading, Paul is on his way to Jerusalem in the book of Acts. Then he's going to be on his way to Rome. And he's he's had, a, by a lot of... Uh, Accounts a rough life. <laughs> the Bible says in 2 Corinthians, he begins to speak of some of the things he said. He said uh, in chapter 11, he said, Of the Jews, five times I re- received I 40 stripes, save one. Those aren't like rank stripes from the military. That's getting whipped. Thrice I was beaten with rods. And just because you say thrice instead of three times, it doesn't feel any better. Once I was stoned, not with drugs, but with rocks. Thrice I suffered shipwreck. A night and a day have I been in the deep. That means in the open water. In journeyings often, in perils of waters, in perils of robbers, in perils by my own countrymen, and the list goes on. So a preacher, what kind of life is that? Look, at the end of his life, we, we see him reviewing his life. 2 Timothy chapter 4 and verse 6, he said, For now I am ready to be offered, and the time of my departure is at hand. He wasn't getting ready to board an airplane. He was getting ready to lose his head under Nero. And he begins to review his life. You know, at the end of your life, you look back. And he said, this was a time to say, you know, maybe this Christian thing, I went a little overboard. (laughs) I still got scars. But he was living a more blessed life. Notice this. I fought a good fight. He characterized his life. The word Greek for the, the Greek word for fight is agony. And that's where we get the word agony. It was like, ah! But he said it was a good fight. He didn't look back. There's no regret here, is there? He said, I finished my course. He likened it also to a race. And then he said the one thing that he accomplished. He said, I kept the faith. That one that saved him can keep him. The Bible says in the book of Jude, he's able to keep you from falling. It said he'll never leave you, nor forsake you, but he'll go with you all way, even unto the end of the world. The review of a well-spent life, a more blessed life, We see no regrets from this more blessed man. In verse 8, it says, well, why is it more blessed? Well, it's connected with more in the future. You see, this life down here isn't everything. Sex, drugs, and rock and roll, that's not the epitome of life. 
The epitome of life for me to live is Christ, Paul said. And to die is gain. Why? Because the best part of the Christian life is to be continued. A more blessed life is continued, he said. Henceforth there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness. The devil can't touch it. God opened the door. The devil can't shut it. Which the Lord the righteous judge, you know, life's not fair, but God's righteous, shall give me at that day. Now notice what Paul said. For all those more blessed people, and not to me only, but to all them also, that love is appearing. That's me. You know, what shall we say then to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? I'm more blessed. He that spared not his own son, he gave him for us, but delivered him up for us all. How shall he not also with him also freely give us all things if God be for us? You see, nothing is able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Give your sins away. Be more blessed. Give your life to God. I mean your life. I mean your youth. Serve your creator in the days of thy youth. If you're young, start serving God. If you're older, start serving God with more gusto. If you're in middle age, kind of throw aside that abandon. Start serving God in a reality. Make it count. It'll be more blessed. I guarantee it. It's more blessed to give than to receive. Give your sins away. Give God your life. He'll take it and make something worth it. He'll give you meaning. He'll take care of you. You'd see the hand and the fingerprints of God in your life taking care of your family. Taking, well, you, so many people think, well, I have to have this much money or I have to have this. You don't. You have to have Jesus. Yes, money's important. It's a blessing, but it's more blessed to give. The last thing I want to share, give your sins away. Be more blessed. Give your life to God. Be more blessed. And then give God. Give God. Abraham was told in Genesis chapter 12 and verse 2, the Lord said, And I will make of thee a great nation, and I will bless thee, and make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. You know one of the most wonderful things that you're going to hear serving God? is brother, sister, you're a blessing. You know, it is a wonderful thing to be a blessing. It's actually like being more blessed. Well, Abraham wasn't just blessed. He was a rich man. He was a, a prosperous man. But God was talking about something that had nothing to do with his possessions. Because a man's life does not consist in the abundance of things he possesses. If you go to Galatians chapter 3 and verse 14, it says that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles through Jesus Christ, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. What was the blessing of Abraham? That Christ was going to come through his son Isaac. The blessing of Abraham to bless all of us non-Jews, our Gentiles, was going to come through Abraham. The blessing of Abraham is Jesus Christ. And he literally gave us Jesus. Can you give God away? Yes. The Bible said, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And the Bible asks us a question. How shall they hear 
without a preacher. Preachers, and you know, sometimes preachers face things, but don't cry for me. I am more blessed. I get to give God to people. Tell them about how they can build their families. Tell them about how they can have rest in death. No financial counselor, no doctor can guarantee that, but a preacher can because he can give he can give God. Give God. You know, Peter in Acts chapter 3 found this. He and John were going to pray and there was a, a man who was crippled. And uh, Peter and John said, look on us. And the man, uh, you know, looked on them. He expected to receive something, probably like, you know, some money. And Peter said, silver and gold have I none. But notice this. You see, Peter was more blessed. Such as I have give I thee. What did he have? He didn't have any silver. He didn't have any gold. He said so, right? You think the beggar just kind of, or the, 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 the uh, crippled man just kind of crossed his arms and said, you can't help me. He did something that no money could do. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand, lifted him up, and immediately his feet and his ankle bones gave strength. And he leaping up stood Notice, now he's more blessed because he's received God because this Christian gave God. And he leaping up stood and walked and entered with him into the temple, walking, leaping, and praising God. And all the people saw him walking and praising God. And let me tell you, the United States of America in 2020 needs Christians to stand up and be more blessed and give God to people that are down and out in sin, that are down and out, they're down and out, uh, they're, they're hurt, their families are hurting. They need to be lifted up by the power of Jesus Christ and people can look and see them walking and leaping and praising God going into the temple you know that's the way it's way to fill the church is someone with the reality in God sharing it with someone who doesn't know God and everybody looking you know you see when we begin to give God God gets in on the act you see because we're more blessed when you give God God gets in on the act you see, there was a man who was named Cornelius. And he was a devout man and he prayed. He saw a vision. And he said, what is it, Lord? And he said, your prayers and your alms are come up for memorial before God. Now send men to Joppa and call for one Simon whose surname is Peter. There's Peter again. He lodgeth with one Simon a tanner, whose house is by the seaside. He shall tell thee what thou oughtest to do. Isn't that interesting? Couldn't God just send an angel and give someone a revelation? But God said no. He said send for the preacher. See, God delegates certain things to humanity to take care of his business. He delegates the word of God to the ministry. He delegates the word of God to Christians. He could have done it a different way, but he said, no, send for the preacher. So Cornelius got all the folks together, sent for the preacher, and Peter came in Acts chapter 10, verse 44. Peter began to preach. And it said, while he yet spake these words of Jesus on the cross, 
the Holy Ghost fell on all them which heard the word. Isn't that interesting? Peter didn't preach about the baptism of the Holy Ghost, but the Holy Ghost fell. Why? Because Peter was more blessed. He was giving God, giving the gospel, and the Holy Ghost just kind of got into the action and began to fill everybody. And the Bible said they spoke with tongues, and the circumcision which believed were astonished. As many as came with Peter, because that on the Gentiles also was poured out the gift of the Holy Ghost. For they heard them speak with tongues and magnify God. It is more blessed to give than receive. Isn't it time that your life is more blessed? And you know that I, I, I pray that you would use that. It, it gets someone's attention. Say, how are you doing? I'm more blessed. And then you can ask, they'll probably say, well, what do you mean? I'm more blessed because I gave my sins to Jesus. I'm more blessed because I serve God and he directs my steps and my times are in his hand. I'm more blessed because the more I give of God, the more God gives in a blessing back to me. It is more blessed to give than to receive. Share the Lord. Be more blessed. God bless you. Hey, we'll see you in church this Sunday, 9 a.m. Hopefully it won't rain too hard, but God knows we're in Florida. I guess it's not gonna have, we're not going to have any wildfires. Got to look on the bright side. God bless you is our prayer. Don't be blessed. Be more blessed. Amen.